brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Um, today and every day, we are celebrating Black History, but specifically Black History Month. Um, today, I have a special guest with me. She is a mentor, an author, and a longtime insurance professional, uh, amongst other things. Uh, Crystal Wright Adams, hello. Welcome back to Baxter's Buzz. Oh, hey. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be good. We talked about um, wanting to bring some attention to some contributors um, to American history, which, you know, is also Black history many times. And so who are we going to uh, shed a little light on today? I would love to talk today about someone who I admire and just think is super dope. Um, and that is going to be Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman. Yes. Yes. Um, tell me, tell me what, so just set the stage for, for folks that may not know who Amanda is and then tell me why you wanted to, uh, to talk about her today. Absolutely. So honestly, I didn't even know who Amanda Gorman was until the inauguration last year. Um, and the same effect she had on me is the same effect she had on many people who were watching the inauguration. She kind of stole the show. Um, and it made me want to look into more of who she was and what she did. And I think as we talk about, you know, Black history is American history and it's not relegated to just one month that we should celebrate and learn about our culture and our past and what's brought us to this present. Um, but I think a big part of history is looking to future and how we can carry the lessons and the advancements and accomplishments that we've made in the past for, for the next generation. So when I saw Amanda, who was 22 years old and looked younger, you know, I said, who is this? fabulous teenager on my screen <laughs> and come to find out she's a whole grown woman. Um, but she's delivering this, the most, one of the most powerful poems I've ever heard in my life, her own original work and just the content and the energy and the way she delivered it. It was captivating. And it was, it captured my heart because the words that she wrote and that she spoke, um, spoke to how I feel on the inside as a black American in this country. So um, it made me want to look her up. And, you know, I, I found out that she was the youngest inaugural poet ever in history, which is amazing. Um, she graduated, I think right after or right before the inauguration um, from Harvard University. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then also even before anyone knew her name, um, she actually was the first ever National Youth Poet Laureate. Um, she got that accomplishment back in 2017. <clears throat> and uh, I think she was, I guess she would have been a teenager at that time. Right. So the work, you know, the gifts that God gave her and the way that she has chosen to use them have brought her to this place where she, in present time, is making 
history and she is making black history and it is black history. And that's like an amazing thing to witness. Yeah. 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 She, she, I mean, yeah, she was just standing there with this poise and this confidence and and these these words, this fire um, and this, yeah, it was, it was, it was a big deal. And it did kind of make people go, who, who is this young lady? Like, how do I learn more? Like where she come from? Um, and yeah, just, you know, it, it's not all about the folks that are, you know, who have kind of already laid the foundation or who have already made their contributions and may not be here any, any longer. It's about people who are currently in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. Making contributions as well. Exactly. I mean, we, of course, we honor and the legacy and the work and, like you said, the trails that have been blazed by the Malcolms and the Martins and the Mayas. Like, we will never forget that because their impact was so tremendous. Um, and we, and, you know, arguably, Amanda wouldn't even have the opportunity or the platform she had that day on Inauguration Day had it not been for people like them who came That's before right. her. But I think sometimes, especially um, as we get a little bit older, we tend to kind of use those figures as um, a safety net, right? Like every Black History Month, we're talking about the same people. And yes, honor their legacy. And yes, their contribution was just so profound. But there are other people out here making just as big of an impact that may not have the same notoriety. And then you also think about But if we just stay stuck on the people of the past, what are we doing to advance present day so that we can encourage and empower leaders moving forward, right? And I feel like that's what Amanda represented to me as I was watching her, somebody who's a little bit, just a little bit older than her, like big sis, you know? Um, And I mentor young women, right? I mentor young teenage girls through my Caterpillars to Butterflies um, ministry organization with two of my other really good friends. And so to to see, to have her as, as an example, to be able to have her um, be represent something that they may have never seen in their lifetime from someone who not only looked like them, but was close in age to them. And to see the accomplishments that she's made and to see that she did it in her own way. She didn't have to become, you know, a preacher or, you know, a militant term, not so militant leader, right? She was using her gift of words and her love of her culture to shine a light on, you know, the experience that we as Black Americans face every day in this nation and have historically faced. And to say, hey, how can we bridge this gap and come together and make it better for everybody? Um, And that's such a powerful thing for a young woman to be able to witness and say, you know, like many women said when they saw Kamala Harris being, you know, inaugurated as vice president, wow, a woman of color, a woman of Asian descent, a woman being inaugurated as president. But then amidst all of that, this beautiful young woman being tasked to deliver this amazing poem that just touched the hearts of the entire nation, you know? Yeah. Um, there's, you said a lot. And I'm th- I was like, you know, my <laughs> mind's kind of like all always all over the place. And it's like you hit so many points that I, 
I wanted to talk about, but one of the things that I think about is just how important um, seeing people that look like you um, is. I saw a post today, ironically, um, there was like a young uh, black girl. She was like, like laying on the ground with like all of these books. These uh, were like these, uh, like the, the front pages of these books. It was like all these black figures, right? And um, the person who posted said, I, I wonder how I would have been had I seen, had I experienced life with all of these, you know, books of people that look like me, right? I, um, I always sound, I always feel a little silly when I say this. Uh, it's, it was, it's only been the past 15-ish years or so when I realized that the band-aids were supposed to be flesh colored. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think any of us knew that when we were that age, you know? It but just, it wasn't because it was, they weren't for right, us. Right. And, 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 and so it's like, Dang. And you think about every level and, and how important it is for, for you to see someone just making contributions um, in the way that you would like to make them, right? Either physically looking like you or either um, making contributions in a similar way, yeah. right? So for all of the artists that yeah. are out there that feel like, you know, someone says, you don't want to rap, you don't want to sing, you want to read who's gonna nobody's gonna know notice you or something along those lines right and then you see this young person with you know one of the, the biggest stages right and and making that impact so there's different levels to it but we all just want to have representation so we can have that inspiration behind it yeah that's what keeps the movement going forward and as you were speaking i kind of had this epiphany and i don't know if you feel the same way but i know my friends in my circle feel the same way. And even if you go on social media and follow any prominent Black person, um, prominent, not the maybe not the right word, but like, you know, famous, has a big uh, fan base and that kind of thing. Um, they talk about stuff from their childhood or their past. And it's like in the comments, man, I swear we all live the same life. We all, we all had the same childhood, right? And I think about that as you made that comment. And I, and I used to think that before even I read it in people's comments, I used to think, dang, did we all have the same upbringing, like it's crazy, right? And when you think about that, why is the reason for that? Because there was no representation. The little representation we did have for our community, for our culture, we, you know, uh, like a moth to a flame, we, we ran and we were drawn to that, but there was only one or two things, right? One or two things out there, maybe three or four things out there that we could say, this is like us. This is like something I see every day. And so that's what we subscribe to. And that's why we all have this kind of shared experience because there was so little available to us. So when you talk about the representation, that was a perfect segue into the point I was going to make. Um, I was fortunate to be invited to the uh, Delta Sigma Theta um, MLK Junior Scholarship Breakfast this year. And their um, theme was Generation Next. And what I loved about it was that they had the um, panel discussion was all young people in different sectors, in, in different sectors of um, the marketplace that they wanted to come and speak on how do you advance our culture and equity and inclusion in your respective sector of the market. And it's so important, right? 
it can't just be rappers and singers and it can't just be athletes. Um, it, it has to, we have to get um, a seat in all those different areas of the public sector because it's going to take all of those to make the difference and to bridge the gaps that we're wanting to, to bridge. So Amanda Gorman represents like, I can be a poet and do this, right? And I'm a writer, a little bit older than Amanda, you know, just a little bit. A little and bit she older. inspires me, right? Wow, look at this young Black woman. What would my life look like had I seen a young Black woman when I was a younger Black woman? <laughs> um, what different decisions or things might I have, might things might I have pursued sure. Um, sure. if I knew or thought it was available to me? And then I think about some young people I'm connected to. Um, Amaya Cordova, she's this amazing young woman at the University of Connecticut that I'm connected to, who um, is doing some big things. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to share any of it right now, but like amazing young woman who's doing amazing things as a poet and as a writer, right? Um, I think of a young man named Jay Sibley who lives here in San Antonio where I'm at. His father and I are connected professionally and he's in high school and he's writing these amazing stories and these um, this amazing written works that describe our experience as a people and the desire to just have equality and equity, right? And I don't think Amaya and Jace would be as empowered, have the opportunities that they have if we didn't have more Amanda Gormans and more people like her paving that way. Um, and it has to be the next generation, right? Because eventually some of us older ones, we're not gonna be here no more. You know, like we said, the Mayas, the Malcolms, the Martins, they're not here anymore. Um, and so we have to encourage and support this younger generation to carry the torch. And I just think it's it's an amazing thing to witness and I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, no, and you said it perfectly. And you talked about, you know, had I been younger, you know, seeing an Amanda Gorman, I mean, look how excited and inspired you are today, right? Wow. And um, yeah, that, that ripple effect, it matters and it does, um, give us optimism for the the folks that are coming behind us and the contributions that that they're going to be making but we're not done either right we're we're still you know no. making our own contributions but it's nice to know that there's some um some folks that are doing some things that are coming behind us that that still inspire us right that is I yeah see. yeah and um, that they might even look to us for guidance and encouragement and support because of the work that we're doing, right? The, the, the important piece is, is having those bridges and um, from the from the past to the present to what, what may be the future and embracing those folks. And it's okay to have, you know, to draw inspiration from them. It's okay to be mentored by folks that are younger than you if they're they're in a space that you're trying to be in and the collaboration piece is super super important and the the more we can collaborate and learn from one another the better we are going to be absolutely it's like 
we're all in this together and how can we support and encourage and reach back and bring people forward and then give empower the next generation to do it in their own way right like not put confines on them of this is how we did it and this is how it was done but they live in a different world than we grew up in right um they have access to a broader reach um that we didn't have at their age so let us encourage them to do it in the way that is going to be impactful to this generation you know yes yes absolutely so um just salute to uh Amanda Gorman, the contributions that she's making, the inspiration that she's given so many of us. And, um, you know, shout out to the next Amanda Gorman, right, that, that are, that's coming behind knowing that, knowing what's more possible, maybe that they didn't imagine, you know, before, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, this was good. Um, I, I love the choice and I love, you know, uh, I've had so many conversations, really good conversations, and so many different people. It's caused me to do some more research. It's, it's like uh, I'm just continuing to learn from the like amazing people I've had on this month. And of course, you are, are one of those folks as well. So thank you for your contribution. And um, thank you for everyone watching. I hope that this was um, informative. If you don't know more about Amanda, check it out. And uh, yeah, until next time. Peace. Bye. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Enter at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the call where we rise and don't fall.